All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Time now for Coming In Hot with Brent Wallace and former Ottawa Senators Bobby Ryan and Jason York. Uh, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Coming in Hot, uh, brought to you as always by our good friends at BEI. Uh, Brent Wells, alongside Jason York and Bobby Ryan, in parts uh, unknown. Well, we're all in the U.S. as of right now, so we all got to watch the good commercials. Yes. Yeah, welcome down, guys. There you go. <laughs> welcome. Come down. It's good to be here, Bob. You guys got lovely rooms. I'm Okay, so <laughs> I'm at the end of the earth right now. If this goes down, you guys are on your own, just so you know. <laughs> all right. No nerd report. No, no ad reads. We'll just wing it, Yorkie. Wing it. We're good. Well, we I expect you to wing the ad reads. I will. We will absolutely wing the ad reads. <laughs> no okay, problem. So, <laughs> with that being, oh wait, I did print off a copy. Uh, not much good to you guys. Um, with that being said, let's get to the Ridley Greg stuff. But before we do that, let's take care of some business. So in case anything happens, I can say at least I did some work before the show went to hell. Um, <laughs> As always, this show brought to you by Douglas Mattress, our good friends, and he's a big guest of the show. Uh, named Canada's best mattress on Canadian living. Unrivaled comfort and feel, most in isolation, sleeps cool, relieves pressure points, great value. Loved by more than 200,000 Canadians, over 10,000 five-star reviews, easy online ordering, basically get it in one to four days, coast to coast to coast. Uh, experience their industry-leading 365-night risk-free trial. Don't like it? Get a full refund, no questions asked. Uh, go to Douglas Mattress. Uh, and basically order today. Douglas.ca slash coming in hot, if you will. Uh, Douglas yeah. gives you a $650 value. Yours free when you order a Douglas mattress now. And as always, our show is brought to you by our friends at BEI, Bonisher Excavating, the heavy civil general contractor in both the public and the private sector. When planning your next project, consider them for your aggregate supply needs. Um, they'll be tied up with Yorkie's residence for the next little while, but they are hiring so they can get yes. busy. You can find them at BonisherExcavating.com or at 613-432-1120. BEI, helping to shape Ottawa Valley. So before I do Battlegrounds Axe, guys, Bob, I actually think we should do that one day. <laughs> Just wing the ad reads because, you know, <laughs> then, then you, then you kind of make it your own. It's like, go Absolutely. see Douglas. He'll take Douglas is a great guy. He'll give you a good mattress. Come on, go see him. He's a good fellow. Uh, speaking of ads, Battlegrounds Axe Throwing. Looking for a fun night out? Check out Battlegrounds Axe Throwing. Great for the family, couples, or a corporate retreat. Kids 12 and up can throw accompanied with a guardian. 
looking for that ultimate birthday party, team building event, or just having a great night with your sniffing other, then it's time to go see Battlegrounds Axe Throwing. It's located at 2615 Lancaster Road. Safe, it's fun, it requires no practice. Uh, just come to a Battlegrounds Axe Throwing facility and the coaches will show you the ropes. You can book it at battlegrounds.com. All right, good. Well, I'm glad we got through that. So yes. uh, do we do we quickly touch on the Super Bowl and the fact that I thought it may have been yes. one of the most boring ones I've seen? Oh, I got robbed. For, I got robbed, fellas. I had the per, I had the perfect bet, and, and I I freaking hate betting. That's why I never bet. Took a beating in Las Vegas a long time ago. I learned my lesson. Uh, <laughs> McCaffrey touchdown and a San Fran win. I was looking just great, but as I, as you say, Bob, what's the word when you're uh, betting against uh, in the NFL? Never bet never against do. Patrick Mahomes. Don't do you it. Like, you're gonna don't. lose money. It's <laughs> just a bastard. Uh, that game was scripted a long time ago, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even watch. I, I, uh, I'm down in Florida. I went over to watch at my good buddy's house, Richard, and Nikki yeah. had us over. I was so – I just said to her, I, as soon as they let San Fran – or sorry, as soon as San Fran let uh, Casey hang around, I said, they blew it in the first, they blew it in the first quarter. They're going to lose. There's yeah. no way they're winning. They weren't letting Taylor Swift lose. <laughs> you heard it here. Yeah, is there a conspiracy theory? Oh, you know, yeah, in every category, that's what they. I would be considered. Really? <laughs> but, oh. yeah. Um, yeah. But I do. Um, I, I, it was just a tough game to watch. Like I, yeah. I enjoy it. Um, the, the I mean, the last two drives were great, but that was it was one of the better ones, or not one of the better ones. Excuse me. Did they have a Swifty uh, count for? They must have had a, one of those funny parlay bets or whatever they call it, prop bets, where how many times Taylor's going to be on the on the camera? Oh, I counted at least yeah. in the ten. There was ten. She come down, I, I, and I didn't watch the post with Sean after. We were with four kids there, three boys, and my daughter was the only one that was interested in the game because of it. <laughs> That's it. That's good. She had no clue which team had the ball. She had no clue. She spent, <laughs> she spent the morning making a t-shirt with her name on it. And no oh, way. Yeah. That's yeah. so good. So uh, I think that, four, yeah, four that, boys in the house and we have one little seven-year-old daughter running, watching it. <laughs> religious. So, so my daughter uh, is at home uh, basically watching the dog and she was like, I can't believe this is going to overtime. She doesn't give it like she doesn't really typically care about the football, but she's watching for Taylor. I'm okay with yeah. all that. Me too. If you bring on all the stars, let them all. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care yeah. why you watch. Yeah. That's perfect. Like all right, it's too bad when Fish and Carrie Underwood were together that there wasn't. I. It was a lot more muted than this because Carrie didn't really want to be seen very much, and I understand. Yeah. But if yeah. like that was the biggest star I think on the planet at the time, or at least the biggest country star, I thought there could have been a lot more done uh to grow the game through that yeah yeah, yeah. okay are, are we uh, are we uh thumbs up or thumbs down on usher for halftime show so i'll, I'll tell like i'm not an usher guy i don't this may yeah. be a surprise to you um but <laughs> i like the show's well, great you're not, you're, not, you're, not an, you're not an usher guy i i'm just yeah i'm not not quite an usher guy but well, we i thought it was fine like it i thought it started slow to me it, it's good. I don't know why people get. Why do you get so worked up whether the halftime show is good or not? Just enjoy it for what it is. Why? Yeah. Why do you get? Why do you get so worked up if you think we have a bad show? Well, because I think you guys could try harder. <laughs> I thought I should gave it back. <laughs> you, Bob, you're like, eh, he's okay. That's it. I'm trying my hardest to, to be awake. Um, <laughs> hey, I couldn't agree more with you on your take just watch the show and who cares if it's bad or not why does it ruin your night like, right. exactly yeah. like, exactly yeah. hey listen you have no vested interest in usher or ludicrous or anything. just watch the damn show uh, yeah. same with like know. madonna whatever i don't care i was fired up when ludy came out that's ludicrous oh that was good and then listen i go i googled usher because i was curious the guy's 45 years old yeah, he crushed he, it. He mo yeah. He's moving pretty good for 45. Hey, Wally, doing the dance moves. He's pretty good. I roll out of bed. So, yeah, I know I can appreciate <laughs> his his moves. He's very good. He's extremely yeah. talented. Uh, yeah, anyway, so, I agree. Yeah, he's... Enough talking about a shitty game. Let's talk, yeah. let's talk, about, let's talk about what people want to hear. 
Yeah, people are upset in the chat. They're like, let's get on to this. Let's so, get on uh, with it. how do we, let, all right, Gavin, let's roll the video so we can refresh people's memories of what actually transpired on Saturday night as Ridley Gregg just nonchalantly shoots the puck into the empty net and Morgan Riley goes over to celebrate with him. And then, then it's just a mess. Okay, uh, gentlemen, I will start with Bob the Sniper who's had chances at empty netters. Uh, give me your thoughts here. I think both players are wrong. Like, having having played, like, I would have the same reaction as Riley. Um, I would have gone directly after the player that shot the put that did that. It's just a it's just a code thing. I know that people oh, hate that stop word. Stop the code. The code, I love it. They, people hate that word, but you don't do that. You're down, you win, you just skate the you shoot the puck, whatever. You skate the puck in the net and move on. But like it's just there's a there's a level of disrespect in it. Riley's going after him. Riley's gonna get five games, which I think will be a little high. Um but if you do something like that, you have to understand there's gonna be a reaction. Ridley does nothing to defend himself. I I I I don't like either play that like it's a stupid play for Riley to go right at his head, address the issue. If you want, fight him, do anything. But like, I, I don't know. I, I hated the whole spectacle of it. <laughs> I hated both the slap shot and I hated the response. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you do that, Yerky, you have to be ready to have you. Somebody's coming. This is a, so one thing on that Ridley is, is already learned how to play the role of that guy everybody hates to play against, but you love having on your team because guys know how to do something like that. And then you got to pretend that you don't see the guy coming because that's how you play it perfectly. Right. That's how yeah. you suck the guy in and you make him do something. And then he wasn't hurt. Like he could have been hurt. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying that cross check. That was a bad cross check. Yeah. Let's get that straight. That deserves a suspension a thousand percent. But Ridley is perfecting the art of being that guy, whether you want to call him Marchand. You know what he kind of reminds me a little bit of? Ryan Kessler, the way he plays. Mm -hmm. I sure. like the comparison, yeah. Everybody hated him because he would do things like that. And then it just oh. – the only reason I like it, guys, the only reason I like it, I, I was I, – I shouldn't say like it. I understand it. I was at the game. I was in the building. I was sitting uh, – I had great seats, by the way. Club Bell, man, what an experience! Food, drink, very good. Awesome, Get to the code. awesome. It was, it was awesome. Here's why he did it. Number one, that uh, game, and Bob, you know this. If you are a player for the Ottawa Senators, is so friggin' annoying. There was probably eighty percent Leaf fans in that in that rink, and yeah. the way you got to kind of play the game to understand this about guys that play in Toronto. There is a certain arrogance about it when guys that play for the Leafs and if you can strut into a guy's rank, for example, and I wish we had the video of this after Matthews scored that one goal back in the day, I hate saying back in the day, back in the day, if you would celebrate the way Matthews did the way you called the Jersey up and you skate to your fans in the other team's building, you would have to fight for that a thousand percent. Maybe not, probably not Matthews, but there would be a fight after that because that's, the way things used to be, but now everybody celebrates. Everybody does stuff after the game. So that's kind of changing a little bit. Um, but I know why a guy like really into the game, you're sick and tired of, of seeing those fans in the building, like trying to take over the building and it's fucking annoying as shit. So to me, that was more of a message to, Hey, Toronto fans, you're going to come in here in our building and, and, and try and make fools of us. Fuck you slap shot in the back of the net. And put an exclamation game. Like, personally, I wouldn't do it because I, I didn't play that way. But I understand why he did it. And then Toronto, too. Like, those guys are annoying to play against. It's freaking it's, – it's annoying. And the problem with, with, uh, with, uh, with Riley, he doesn't know how to take care of stuff because he's not that kind of player. Mm -hmm. Like, if that's Ryan Reeves after the goal, he's going to come over and cross-check him in the right area. Or you got, because you know, us guys that don't do it, Bob, they come over and they're like, he's like, oh shit, I better do something because people are all over us for being a soft team. So now I'm going to have to do something. He's like, okay, I'm going to cross check you. Oh, got him in the head. Shit, I'm getting suspended. Yeah. So <laughs> here's 200 grand. Like he's not, he's, that's just, that's an example of a guy that's not good at doing, and he doesn't even want to do it. Like I'm telling you right now, 
watch after here. The way he goes over, he's like, okay, okay, better do something. Yeah, right in the head. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm hey, getting six games. I've sat here and listened to you. Uh, I'll call you Neanderthals. Um, there is no excuse for going at somebody's in a game where we're supposed to respect the player. We're supposed to take out headshots. We've now seen in Ottawa games alone, David Perron being the other guys going at guys heads with sticks and cross checks. This it's makes terrible. zero sense to me. Just so we're so, clear. All he did was score a goal in a, in a entertainment area. This is a venue for entertainment. Do you not want to be entertained? That's yes. exactly okay, what you're so, so so this whole respect thing, players don't respect each other on the ice. Are you kidding me? So now suddenly we're supposed to respect people at the end of the game because stop. Just let them score the goal, celebrate. You guys lost, take it and go home. The yeah. problem is the problem is In what world is what, that gonna happen though? That that play is gonna happen. if somebody takes a slap shot like that, like that is going to happen a thousand percent of the time. One thousand percent. And if and if we don't Guess what? We have a bunch of pin dick writers that come in with their cameras and say, you guys had no fucking response. And then we're like, okay, well, yeah. now what? what? Like, you guys want it both ways. We can't do that. I you're don't. Gonna, you might not, but um, Bruce Garriott is. So, so I can tell you hey, in Toronto. Response, I just don't like the way they finish the game. Like, that's what, so, that's what we're going to see on TV. And that's what so, we're going to uh, hear. And that's what, especially in Toronto, all you, all the pin dicks are going to come in with their notepads and be like, dick. there's no fucking response. We can't, players can't win in that situation. So if I'm Morgan Riley, I'm going right at his head every <laughs> single time. What is it? So what is it? Pin, get, uh, hold I, on. Hold on. Just what, move what on. Yorkie, stop dick? it. Move on. Stop. <laughs> uh, so here's the, I get the Toronto thing because in Toronto, when they had the issue early on and they said nobody <laughs> responded, but yeah. I like, so a cross check to the head is not the answer. So why is Morgan Riley like you lost the game? Yeah, I, I, I do. I, I understand a little bit about the slap shot in the net. I do. So if this was back in the 80s or early 90s, I understand the that's how you play the game. You just score and you skate to the bench. That's not today's <laughs> NHL. Players no. are not respectful of one another. So let's stop with this whole stupid code nonsense. There is no code in the game anymore because there's no more fighters in the game. I think so why guy, do why why do they fight after a clean hit? Yeah, that, that's they a, don't. They don't. Yeah. They drop the gloves, then they try to tie up each other and hopefully fall to the ice so they don't have to get hurt. They don't really want to fight. Well, right, <laughs> even at, like that after that play that, that Riley did after. That's right. He doesn't want to fight, so he's trying to figure out in the split second what he can do because he knows he knows if he doesn't do something there, he's gonna get lambasted by the Toronto media after and that the narrative of Toronto being soft and all this, um, that's why he did it. I'm just telling you, I don't agree with I it. I understand, but that's I, why he I, did. I mean, if you want to know the reason I'll get, I'll tell you the same thing. If this was reversed and somebody skated, if the Toronto guy skated at the, whoever it was and slapped in the net, I guarantee you there would have been a fight. Probably not a cross check to the head. Cause nobody wants a cross check to the head. And that's the, but that's the problem, not problem, but that's why it's hockey's different. It's like, let's just say this. So after, if, if he just went up and he punched him in the head, what's the difference? Right. If uh, So, but again, hold on. Oh There's the, we're supposed to respect each other and not try to purposely attempt to injure. But that doesn't, that's not true in this game. What's the so, purpose of a fight? What's the purpose of a fight? Just to totally just, injure to, somebody. So why are you, as grown adults, allowed to assault somebody because your feelings were hurt over somebody scoring a goal? Why do you fight after somebody hits your teammate? It's just I look like a fighter. Don't ask me that question. There's ridiculous. There's hockey, and that's why I always say this about hockey. It's there's a different set of rules after the whistle, which are very confusing. It's like I can't right. hit him in the head with my stick, but I can punch him in the head. But I can't punch him in the head unless he's looking at me. But what if he's faking? He's not looking at me. Like this, and then you have then you go back to the Bertuzzi incident when the guy skated away. I still maintain, and people might not agree with me. I still meant maintain that Moore knew Bertuzzi was coming. He just didn't realize the amount of force that was going to happen because he was playing that role because Moore was was an antagonizer of you do something, and then you know the guy's going to come, and then you turn your back. But, again, I'm not condoning what Bertuzzi did. It was so, awful. 
but it's right, just but all we do is victim blame here. It's it's Ridley's fault. It's it's more. It's fault. not it's not Ridley's fault because so, it, it's 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 all to do with hockey about things that happen after the whistle because the rule so book. What part of the rule the... book is that in? I don't. I can't find the after the whistle <laughs> rules. There is none. <laughs> And that's why hockey. I rest in my other, in other sports, could be defending this. In other sports, for example, in other sports like football, if you touch a guy after the whistle or just hit him, you're out. Or hockey's got all this gray area. And then that's why everybody's debating it all the time of what you can't do. One thing you can't do is cross-check somebody in the head. We all know that. And he's going to get suspended. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. I got a couple of things. One is... In the locker room after, if you're an auto senator, and we and I can tell that Claude Giroux, who's played because uh, he's 36, played so long that he would he would see it probably different. The other part is um, how you see this when after a whistle, where you're just allowed to uh, cross check a guy and go, I, "I'll take the six games." Like at any point, you're like, "I'm about to get a suspension. I'll take it." No, because I, I actually think he got a stick way higher than he wanted to. I think he was trying to hit him directly on the shoulder and say, hey, you don't do that. And that was like he wanted it to be over with. But Greg yeah. lowers the shoulder just a touch and he goes, oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. See, right about right about here. He's in, 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 in a perfect excited. world, Wally, in a perfect world, he cross checks him and then there's a swarm and then a, a, a fight begins and Riley doesn't have to fight. Yep, he, he that, that's, that's Riley exactly. can't fight because he's on the ice trying to see if he's been decapitated or not. No, okay. oh god, but he, Morgan like, Riley, he doesn't even have a fucking scratch from this. That is a nothing <laughs> hit. Like that. <laughs> so Greg's, you're okay. This is the same player. Like Greg stays down and and there's zero. Like he barely got touched. <laughs> like he's he, he's not hurt at all. There's nothing wrong. <laughs> okay, this is the same uh, player that that. Two days or two weeks ago, excuse me, because of the two games ago, I guess, maybe, maybe more, got hit in the balls and stayed down and then laughed on his way to the penalty box because he's like, ah, shit, I got caught <laughs> and I got the embellishment. Remember that play? So, yes, yeah. I do remember. It was perfect against Nashville. He's, but He's perfect yeah. in this role. I love the kid for it. Yeah, me <laughs> but too. He's fine. Yeah. So he's like, hey, hang I on. Do, Tom, I don't know. Tom, like, taking, take, Get out here. Tom, just you can't see call. him bleeding. Doesn't mean he he's not feeling a cross check to the basically throat area. He barely got touched. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Got him pretty good in okay. the back of the neck. Okay, a little bit there. he's good. So he's, you he's... veterans of over seven, well, you both played over seven hundred games. Um, take me into the locker room and the Ottawa side of things. Is there a conversation with Ridley Gregg? No. No, you like that. You, 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 he's, he's turning into, he's turning in to an extremely valuable asset because mm -hmm. he now, he now is inside the heads of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And, and I'll tell you another thing. When you're a first year player or Greg's a rookie, when a rookie does something like that too, like that, you see when he skated by their bench, like for a rookie to be able to get under the skin of another team like this is incredible. It's Ottawa's got something special here. Because there's just very few players that know how to do it and do it well. Like, yeah. Think about yeah. the guys in the league now, Bob. How many guys can play this role? And and he's a good player. I, like, I was think about say, that. And, and be as valuable as he is in so many different areas for them. Yeah. There's not many. He's very, very, very valuable. Like, that, right, like yeah. When you factor in him and Pinto, you're middle six, man. Like, it's pretty damn good. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, okay. So, all right. Then are you guys willing at every time he wants to do that, if you will, or or be uh, a pest, are you willing to jump in every time uh, to defend him for that? Not every time. I mean, <laughs> like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would be in the scrum on that one, but like, I'd also be like, what an asshole thing to do. <laughs> right like you, what's the saying if you play stupid games you're gonna win stupid prizes he took a Fuck slap on an empty yeah. net to yeah. to cap with them and there's a response to it but at yeah. the same time i'd want him on my line every single day of the week um I see. Yeah. and i would go to bat for him most of the time but <laughs> when you do things like that you have to expect a response if the game's okay. playing out and it's a game and he does something that aggravates somebody yes 100 percent, i'm there with yeah. him that's his yeah. role and that's what he's doing but okay but are you <laughs> are you fist bumping him in the locker room afterwards uh 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think this thing's going to die down in two days and then we're never going to talk about it again until they play next year. So, yeah. Um, yes. Which is a little disappointing that they don't face each other again. It would, it would, they have to do better but, than making the last time these two teams play. And it can't be in February. It has to be in April. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It should be the end of the season. Like, yeah. Last game of the season. There's a chance that one team could keep the other team from being in the playoffs. I'm not talking about this year. I'm yeah. just saying, yeah. imagine if, if Ottawa had a chance to knock the Leafs out in the last game of the regular season. Yeah. I agree. I think. Yeah, well, I agree. To, answer your, to answer your question, if I'm in yeah. that dressing room, yeah, I, I'm actually I'll disagree with Bob a little bit on this one because I, I say great job. Like I, I would say screw the Leafs, screw their fans. They want to cut like it is. I got to tell you, man, and I, I don't even care anymore because I'm 53 years old. I'm not playing, but I was a little annoyed in there, too. And I was thinking about if I'm playing that game, like it's it's just so annoying when there's that many fans in the building. And I and I love them. <laughs> like to me, it's like. It's like we've had a shitty season. People have knocked us down. Um, things haven't gone well. And now we have a bunch of other teams' fans in our building that want to rub our faces in it. Because that's basically the, what, what, what was going to happen in that game. And it's like, screw you. And message, slap shot. It's, and think about it, too. It's just shooting the puck in the net. Like, yeah. really. Does, uh, like, but but it, to me, it was an exclamation point to say, we're the Ottawa Senators. And we're not going to be doormats anymore. But this is full. Okay. Step off the ice for a sec. That is full entertainment value. You don't get I, any better I than agree. doing this to your heated rival and a top shelf clapper. I, every bit of this, I fucking love. That's what I just said. Like it's, I'm in the dressing room and I'm like, I like the message he sent and the fact that he's now in the heads of the other team and everyone's talking about it. And, and he's made a, a pretty terrible season. Uh, where there hasn't been a lot of things to play for, things to get inspired about. Yeah, there's some. There's a little bit of. Uh, there's a little bit of heat okay. now in this. In next time these guys play, it's good. Spice it okay. up. Okay. So and you can't say you're not doornuts anymore when you're in 29th out of 32 place. There you go. <laughs> you're moving up. Hey, seven and two in the last. Uh, hey, that year. I love them, and I think they're going to be way better than they. Were the first well the first half? What are you you know sure. we all picked them to finish over five hundred. But don't tell me yeah. you're not doormats and you're going to make a statement against the team that's way the hell up there. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, <laughs> but you know what they can do. But you know what they can do. Play they, ruiner. May, maybe that. Maybe those two points that they took, uh, or the two points Toronto doesn't get to make the playoffs, and you had a hand in that, so you get yes. you get a little bit of satisfaction, right? Well, that's what like, you have to. That's what you're playing for the rest of the way, right? Every team, you're like, where are they? How can yeah. we hold them? Yeah, that's there's it sucks when you don't make the playoffs, but there is a little bit of fun in that. There yeah. really is, you know. That we're gonna bring sure, you guys but, into our misery, yeah. The uh, <laughs> like on those standings, I know Tampa's three, they have three games in hand on Toronto, and they're just one point up for third in the Atlantic. But Toronto doesn't look very good to me, and I'm not saying that because it's the Toronto Maple Leafs, but for a yeah. team that's in the midst of their core, right? In this whole team that's supposed to be winning i don't like their defensive game whatsoever they're dear they're dear awful horrendous yes. yeah horrendous like and now you kick him out for possibly five <laughs> games they're going oh and five like that's it like morgan riley for people can dump on him all they want 10 years on that blue line he's a very very good hockey player he's so hard to play against is he not, yeah yeah just just smart and in the way and then Actually, I don't know the narrative around them, but he's, dude, he's so strong and built like, he's not built like it, but when you hit him, there's just a different, some guys, you know how you, you run into him, you just, they just feel different. You're like, oh, that's a brick. He's like, dense. He, yes. Yeah. He's one of those guys you hit and you're like, oh, okay. He's not going away. Like, he's just, uh, yeah, I, I think he's a great player. I, a lot of respect for him as a player. Um, and he's, he's seen some lean years there. Um, so yeah, I do agree yeah. though. I, outside of him, they're, I mean, they're, they're hooped. They're, that's a bad decor. Yeah. Well, they're not, they're like, I think they're worse than this year than they have been in years past. I would agree. Well, yeah. I, I would agree with that. I, they, I mean, they spent, yeah, they spent so much money on their top players. It's, you got nothing left. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yep. Well, don't look too far down the road. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? 
and some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Tim Stutzla, Josh Norris, yeah. Brady Kachuk. <laughs> yeah, but they're not making 12. They're not making 12. Like, well, yeah. soon. 11. Like, like there's there's a lot of money being shelled out in the top, and you're gonna have to replace. Anyway, I'm not getting into this today. So, yeah. are you guys okay then? So David Perron, uh, six games, never been suspended, and for his basically the same kind of cross check to the head. But yeah, his was a little different than that. He he just looked for somebody to try and take out. Morgan Riley made a beeline to Ridley Gregg. Now. This is where it gets really stupid, and I shouldn't even bring this up because nobody has any idea about suspensions and how they get handed out and how they get differed. It makes zero sense. And Alan Walsh is a big fan of how they do the suspensions, as you've noticed in his maybe his tweets. This yeah. does Morgan Riley deserve more than David Perron? No, um, I think Perron's was way worse. Way worse. I I think we're talking because about because it's unsuspecting. Of, yes, I, yeah. I I think I think. We're, I don't know what the what what the process is over there. Um, to me, it's just like they wake up and decide how they're feeling on a day to day basis and <laughs> go from there. <laughs> but man, they there is a world where Morgan Riley might get more games than Brendan Gallagher just got. What Gallagher game. get? What Gallagher get for that? He ended up with five. Which I, right? I don't understand that one whatsoever. That, that one to me like, is one of the worst ones. Hey, we're supposed yeah. to respect the players and we're not supposed yeah. to target the head. He did oh, everything. Man. Yeah, he, that should, he have been, that should have been double digits. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Double so, digits. so that's why I don't understand. Yeah. Um, to me, to, to me I, if, I, if I were to play them back 50 times, the, the Perron and the uh, Riley incident, I'm looking yeah. at Perron's being worse. 100 yeah. percent of the yeah. time greg has time to turn around and realize okay oh yeah he's coming <laughs> whatever zub was just he knew as soon as he took that shot and oh, zub, yeah. Yeah. zub yeah. Zub, uh, was zub hurt after that too yeah zub was hurt yeah and he had just come back from one and on top of that yeah. he was catching mosquitoes like this <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, yeah so to me the piranha one was way worse piranha actually had time to see it skate around his unconscious teammate get the stick <laughs> up into somebody's jibs and, and do it um yeah. so piranha's is worse i don't know if i, I don't know how it shakes out if, if i mean it's going to be at least five games when you get the in-person right so yeah, uh, yeah. i think it's a, i think it's six is it they, six? they can yeah um uh, i think it's up to five if it's over the phone now they can decide what they want but i think it's a should be a minimum six i think is that how, okay well if i've read it correctly yeah was gallagher's in person and ended up being five no it no was gallagher's call. was a phone if i'm not mistaken um yeah. this gives the option of six or more not guaranteed but that's the option so they could yeah. make it three if they wanted but usually if it's an in-person it's typically longer gotcha okay so, yeah uh and one more thing about this whole uh penalty fill game if you will which wasn't really but uh <laughs> is in today's did you know brought to you by Wendy's in the Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool. Uh, Wendy's letting you win real food with your fantasy teams this year and Daily Faceoff. For those of you who smoked the competition, 
Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that will have you winning despite your lack of team building skills. Download the Wendy's app and score yourself 150 bonus reward points on your first order and grab a sweet victory from the mouthwatering jaws of defeat along with some fresh, never frozen Canadian beef. Sign up to play daily face-off to win weekly prizes like the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's and the Wendy's app. All right, did you know... Saturday's game against Toronto, uh, Ottawa finished with zero penalty minutes, just the fifth time in the last six seasons the Sens have played a penalty-free game. Ottawa had 17 penalty-free games in its history. Two of them, of those games, both had uh, both teams record zero penalty minutes. Uh, of note, Saturday's contest was the biggest point penalty minute differential when Ottawa fails to register a penalty in a game, as Toronto had 19 minutes, courtesy of uh, Morgan Riley for the most part. Um, <laughs> it, it was going so well, and then boom, a whole bunch of penalty minutes. Uh, all right, so let's get to the game itself as the uh, Ottawa Senators win the season yes. series for the first time in five years against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And we all picked um, Leafs too, right? You said Bob uh, took uh, Sens. I thought so. I had to go back and listen to it because Bob words it funny and like, well, you can't bet against them. And then I'm like, you can't bet against two anyway. So I did find out that Bob did indeed pick the Leafs. So correct. Uh, we're all over three. Yep. Yeah. One of no blood in the water for anybody trying to chase me down. You're you're only like a game or two behind now, I think, Eric. I'm coming. Yeah, I'm coming. I gotta start letting you go first. Yeah, I'll go first. <laughs> I'll go first next game. I still have no idea which team's showing up most nights, but they're yeah. forgetting to be way more consistent. Yeah. Oops, all yeah. looks pretty good again. He had some nice saves, huh? <laughs> he yeah. was yeah. So there, there, there you go. That I again I was at the game and Corpus Allo, that's now three games in a row where he's been very consistent. And now he's starting to make timely saves. So the key is, can he do this for the rest of the year? And more importantly, can he do it next year when the pressure is back on? Because pressure's off him now. Pressure's yeah. off him. He shit the bed earlier this year. So now he's cleaned up the mess and he's playing well. Um, so all he can do is do what you got with the games in front of you, right? So it's good. He's playing well, and surprise, surprise, they're winning. <laughs> like it's right. it's a it's amazing how that works. Goalie makes key saves at key times in the game. Uh, you usually increase your odds of winning by a lot more. So yeah, it's it's a great sign because this guy had to pick his game up, and he, man, he was. I, I I'm surprised unless I hate talking about the three stars of the game, but my buddy always loves to stay for the. We had to stay for the three stars. Oh. And uh, I know oh. <laughs> I'm staying for the three stars. I don't even like Corpus- stay when I'm first star. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought Corpus Allo, uh was the 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 big difference maker in that game. He was really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you know, who was also good was Artem Zub, who we don't talk about a lot because that's he the was whole good. Point. Yes, yeah, Zuber. Uh, you leave those guys typically alone. You know, if you don't hear their name, usually means they had a good game. Yeah. Uh, plus three for him. I just, I just think he looked really good. He was good. He just was simple. good. He was defensively Wally uh, at the blue line. He made a re- couple of real nice stands, good passes. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. He, he and and I'll be honest with with the Zuber. He's been uh, he's been inconsistent this year, and it's it's uh, you know injuries. It's yeah. tough playing. It's tough playing with a broken jaw, man. I've done it before. That's tough to do can't eat lose all kinds of weight um yeah he's starting to get back to playing the way he can which is just steady eddie steady eddie. they need one more steady eddie though got to get that guy this year or next year they need another steady eddie the other thing that's uh and i know yorkie this is near and dear to your heart uh shifting times one of the reasons i think we've talked about the turnaround is that how well you've seen their shifts now start to equal out and not be minute long whatever um, yeah. And everybody seems to be like, if you look at ice times under DJ and then under Jacques, you'll see a lot, like a lot of those top guys and minutes are starting to come down. I know Brady's gone up a minute maybe, but for the most part, like Stutzla, all those guys, yeah. while he's still the top offensive leader, um, they've drastically come down, which I think has played a huge part for this. Do you know what? So one, one of the biggest things that Jacques preaches and Ottawa used to get caught doing this all the time, you would be at about, 29 seconds in your shift maybe you know it's getting to that point bob where you could go longer and you're carrying the puck up the ice and i saw norris do this a couple times earlier the sends would have tried to carry it in make a zone entry now what they're doing is they're coming up chipping the puck in full scale line change five fresh bodies come on and the other team now has to go 200 feet through five fresh guys 
And it sounds like a small thing, but it's huge. It's called it's called managing the puck correctly because everybody talks about Ottawa changing their structure. And this is a huge part of structure is knowing when to change and when not to change. So basically if you try and carry the puck in when you're at 30 seconds, if you go in and your play doesn't work and the other team comes out, you're then going to do two things. You're going to change at the wrong time. You're going to change on the back check (laughs) and put your team in an awful position uh, and you're gonna, and then you're gonna give the other team a chance to come and play in your zone. Ottawa's, it's such a small thing, Bob. And I, I don't know if you've had coaches have talked about that before. I'm, I'm sure Boucher talked about that all the time because he's a details guy. But that's one of the biggest things with because everybody talks about why is line changes so important. That's a thing right there. Change at the right time, and then you might only get a 25 second shift or a 30 second shift. But it's called, it's called setting the next lineup for success. And that's what they're starting to do right now. They're setting the next guys up for success. They come in, and all of a sudden, when you do that over 60 minutes, you just uh, you increase your odds of winning. Yeah. Yeah, they've gotten much tighter, much better at game management, puck management. Um, and it takes a complete buy-in to have that. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, you sacrifice that, offense. Yeah, to sac- but but you're they're, they're starting to change from a team that, Number one, we've talked about it ad nauseum that they had to chase games, which forced Timmy to make plays that he didn't need to make, whatever, right? There's a complete, it's, it seems to me, um, and I think they're all starting to get there that there's a complete level, a buy in level. Yeah. To sacrifice some offense, um, make the other team come 200 feet in a difficult fashion. Um, and, and knowing that the next line is going to do it to give you the odds. Of turning of, of turning the puck over that way, right? Yeah. Um, they looked when they're when they're tight and they're cohesive defensively, and well, and then you factor in Corpusalo playing like a a goalie that's getting paid what he's getting paid for once. Um, that it all it all adds up. So it's yeah, it, this this could be a very dangerous team that plays themselves right into the fourteenth pick. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> and that's the uh, that's the that's 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 the why that's one of the biggest challenges NHL coaches have because your top guys like a Timmy, for example, and everyone has their top guys are always going to want to do more. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how much more do you let them do? And that's that's the internal battle coaches always have with their top guys because uh, you, you turn it over, the puck's going the other way. But a lot of times that that star player will beat a guy and then create create some offense. And as a coach, you're sitting there, don't turn it over, don't turn it over. Oh, good play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh god. The, the, uh, <laughs> one of the comments afterwards is after that game, uh, the Claude Giroux made, and I don't know. Who, how many people picked up, but he would, they, I think it was Ron McLean said, why, you know, what have you noticed? It's the biggest difference, whatever. And he mentioned guys aren't playing selfish or playing unselfish hockey. Yeah. You can see the difference in how well that has changed over time. Right. Like all of that stuff, just getting pucks out or not trying to do too much. That became, that's a huge part. I think of what Jacques trying to teach here. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that for years they've had to, Again, and we and I hate to draw on the past because it's it it should be in the past, but the new coaching chain regime, new ownership, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But they've had to be bad for so long that players develop horrible habits. They come from chasing games. They come from losing. And Jock, I said twenty games a while um, a while back. Obviously, twenty something games ago. But you were starting to see the little consistencies that winning teams do. Um, make their way into their games. Now, can they stay consistent with it for the rest of the year? That's up to them. And that's going to be interesting to watch for us, but players are starting to realize, Hey, we can still hang four goals a game. If we do the little things, right. Cause we are offensively talented and like they're, they're doing that without a good PP. Their PP is horrendous right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, like they're, they're starting to realize, Hey, if we make these little changes, we're, we're going to get transition game. We're going to have some down low time and then we can let skill take over from the blue line. in. so, um, yeah, it, it's a nice thing when you're, when your top guys all start to realize it at the same time, which is what they have right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sends are 10, 10 and two under Jacques Martin, by the way, seven, two and two in the last, uh, 11. Yeah. yeah. Been good. Oh, it's sorry, York. I thought you had something to add. No, no. I'm I... just like, they're going to be all, they're, they're going to be all over Bob on Twitter today. Once, once the clip comes here for defending, uh, 
Oh, there's there's been a few people in here. Yeah, there's uh, <laughs> although some people are happy with the not fully awake Bob. They're 100 percent behind fully. Not Were you awake a late Bob. night last night? What, what, I watched the on? game, but seven yeah. like my alarm went off at 7:44 <laughs> for an 8 a.m. show. Um, <laughs> just Did you get a coffee? The energy drink and then right uh, yeah, rolled right in here. I even have to have like. Lindsay has to call me from her house. Out of it. Bobby is. Yeah. Uh, Dale Sanger's been over you, on you all day long. So who has? I've got a uh... Dale Sanger. He is. He's he's tripped you a couple times in the chat. We're not being awake. That's all right. I uh, no, I'm... even just being the villain. Uh, oh, villain. Uh, yeah. Eric loves sleepy Bobby. Bobby tells it how is it how it is. He's not wrong. That's from Sean Wallace. There's no Wallace that's allowed to comment if it's not positive for me. Yeah, I don't know who you are, but you're out of the family. Oh, that's it. The uh, Tylenol yeah. PM takes a more a little time to wake uh, wear off in the morning. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, before we go, we need to get to well, before we move on, I should say we need to get to today's top performer, which is brought to you by DoorDash. Get everything you need, even at the last minute. Choose what you want from where you want. With Double Dash on DoorDash, you can order from multiple restaurants or stores in the same delivery without additional delivery fees, so everyone can get what they want or need for a limited time. Our listeners get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25. That's 25% off a $10 value, zero delivery fees in your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store. Enter code NATION25. Offered valid in Canada, subject to change. Terms apply. All right. Shane Pinto. There's lots of guys to choose, but Shane Pinto in the Leaf game was a force, by the way. Career high in points with three. Uh, he was 67% in faceoffs. Right now, he's first on the Sens at 61.4%. Plus three ties a career high. Five shots is the second highest of his career. And 2014, third highest time on ice in his career. He's just, and we could go on yeah. and on. He, like The Sens are 7-1-1 one, and one with him in the lineup this year. 32-5-5 uh, five five when he scores a point. Like, he's yeah. just a I know he's. We talked about third line center. He's just a really valuable piece. Him and Ridley Gregg, they could be carrying and, this front. Like they can carry games. And mm -hmm. don't forget, laughed his ass off after he was asked about the Gregg incident after the yes. game. It was he's yeah. like, oh, that was so funny. <laughs> oh, that was good. I love, I love this kid, man. He is what a breath, breath of fresh air. Um, I ran into him. I was about a month ago before he came back. He's just such a likable young man. Great attitude. And I think we said this before, Bob, you, you insert a guy like this back into your dressing room. He just energizes the group. And, you know, for him, came back at the a perfect time. It couldn't have gotten any worse for the Senators. Like, things were things were awful. But, yeah. man, for, for a player with as little of experience in the league as he has, what an impact he's made. And not everything you just said, Wally, the face-offs, the details. When you hear him talk about, because he's been asked a few times about coming and playing under Jacques, you, you, you can tell this guy's a smart guy. He realizes the little things, little differences that they're doing in their games. And he's, uh, I maintain, he's going to be a really important player for this team for a long time. He's on my untouchable list. No, I was good. No, yeah, I was yeah. going to ask. But, yeah. Yeah. Like, every, obviously, everybody, everybody's always tradable, obviously. Sure. But, but. If I was to put a list together, he'd be he's right shot centerman that age, that mind, that skill set. He's man, I would not trade this guy. Mm -mm. If they offer you uh Nathan yeah, McKinnon, yeah, give me right? like, yeah, there's yeah, yeah like, like let's I, nobody's I'm untouchable. So here's a question then for you guys, which I wasn't in the nerd report. How much do you pay Shane Pinto? I'm not an agent, but I'm gonna pay him. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna try and lock that gap. And people, I know it's scary doing long-term deals, but I'm trying to lock this gap for as long as I can. And I'm gonna do it now while I can get him cheap. I would love to see him at the same number as Batherson, but I don't know if his agent's gonna go for it, knowing that. Do you think he's gonna get more than Batherson? Yeah, I, I think he's no, no. I'm, I'm okay. So let me make that very clear. I have no clue what he's worth because I don't know the comparables. I don't know what this is. Yep. I think he's worth more than Drake Batherson. I still think Drake Batherson's underpaid for what he does when yep. you compare like the comparables across the league for the points and stuff would probably be making a lot more money than Bath. What I'm saying is if I'm Pinto's, if I'm Pinto's camp, I'm saying, Hey, we'll do a two year deal at most. Oh, at most. Bridge. Bridge, yeah. It up. bridge. Yeah. Bridge. Going up. 
if I'm in a, if I'm the team, I'm okay with it too because I'm saying, hey, yeah, we understand this player is very very good and is going to be a yeah. core piece for us, but we need to see a bigger picture because we lost a full 41 games. Yes, and they're absolutely going to use that in contract negotiations, right? That's yeah. going to be part of it. So I'm sure. trying, if I'm the organization, I'm saying here's 4.8 for five years, take it or leave it. Um, and if I'm Pinto's camp, I'm saying, no, we'll take that at two years. So, because he's, he's going to be a six, $7 million player. I think like, look, he's over a point per game with not the most minutes. I, I, he's on my untouchable list. It's coming down. Yeah. He, he's, He's becoming one of their most important pieces very quickly. Well, the agent's going to say, look at the stats with him in the lineup. <laughs> like, yeah, right exactly. Yeah. What do you think argue that? Yeah. And then the auto is going to make it's, but it's the sample size is so small. Uh, yes. I, I, I know one of his comparables this past summer was, was Morgan Frost in Philadelphia. They're talking about Morgan Frost around the same age, both, both high picks. I think Frost, don't quote me on this. I don't have his number. Maybe we can look that okay. up after. Um, I think that was the guy they were talking about at the time, but a bridge deal is going to make a lot of sense for both sides. Um, and he strikes me as the guy that doesn't mind betting on himself too. Yeah, sure. Sign a bridge deal, put a couple more good years under my belt. Team gets better. I get better being a key guy and then uh, lots, lots of time to get paid. Um, but yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be interesting because you got Norris just under eight, uh, Ridley Gregg's got what has he got a couple more years on his deal, Timmy? Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting where all the pieces fit because I still, you now Josh Norris had a real nice goal in that game against the Green, that nice top shelf goal. But mm-hmm. man, the more the more I watch him, the more I say he's a winger. <laughs> like I, I, it's just yeah. <laughs> like he's yeah. still great on faceoffs, but he'd be a guy too, like. You don't have to come back all the way into these and all the time. Let's let's get you let's get you stretched out a little. Sometimes let's do this. Just find a way to get him in more shooting positions. Um, it just to me it just that that makes so much more sense. And then and then you get some more scoring on your wings, right? You know what I like so, about the goal that he finally scored to bust out of it. And I'll just say it for a second. He created everything that came in yeah. that goal. He outmuscled two guys for the puck. I think it was Marner kind of coming in from the backside here, trying. Yeah. To, he, yeah. He, he did everything that when you're in a slump and I, I hate that word, but when you're not scoring and you see one go in off your foot or you get a backdoor tap in, it doesn't feel the same as what he did, which was create a time and space for himself, pick the corner and scored a big goal. I think it was ultimately the game winner. Wasn't it? Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Can't remember I'm not sure. Josh's? Yeah. Was it the fourth goal? Yeah. I'll tell oh, whatever this. it is. Um, he created everything on the play, which I loved. So I'm hoping that this is kind of the start of something for him. Cause that's, that gives you way more confidence than just somebody giving you a tap in or a, or a one timer. Yeah. That's a big play in a big game. So um, you hope that continues for him. Cause he's, he's, he's had a rough year a little bit. But the, uh, what do you guys, what do you guys think of Ridley Gregg on the wing wing or center center? Or need, 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 yeah. Center. I don't, sure. don't want to see him on the, I don't like, I don't like it as much. I, I think he's a center. I'd have no, I think he's a driver. Him. Yeah. 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 I, I want to see Norris on the wing for a sample size with Stutzla, Pinto, and Greg being my top three. Yeah. 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 And then you don't have to have a clear cut number two. You can get offense from both Greg and Pinto. Right. When, when you surround yeah. them with the people with the right people. So that you know, you're you're always gonna have your top line with Stutzla, Kachuk, whatever it might be. That that is gonna be your your one. But your two can be a two A and two B situation. You could just go with the hand that's rolling that night. Mm-hmm. Because Greg and Pinto can both play against anybody, I think. I'm starting one, to believe that. The one thing I the one thing I like about Ridley is he finishes hits. Sometimes you'll see him finishing real hard on a guy, like explode through a guy. Um, and when you look at the sense of make a, a, after Brady and Drake sometimes gets involved physically, but there's like, don't you want Bob? And you know this more than me because you're a winger. Who gets more opportunities to make big to make hits? Your your, your wings or your center? Because usually your center is a little higher, right? Yeah, Would it be, yeah. That's yeah. that's one thing I do like about Ridley on the wing. He get he, he gives him a chance to get involved physically and get in there on other teams' D. Because if I'm a defenseman, 
I have the guys circled before the game. I always used to do this of which guys could eventually cause me some issues on the forecheck. I'd like, and and before I, every time I get on the ice, Bob, I'd look <laughs> like, all right, which guy do I got to be prepared for that wants to do some business on me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's, um, it's true. You got to do that. Just before we go, uh, Morgan Frost on a two year at uh, 4.2. Yeah. So 2.1 per year. He's played 200 games, uh, 34 goals, 94 points. He's a minus 18. Yeah. He's 46% in faceoffs. Like, I, Shane, I think Shane Pinto's a much better player. But if we're comparing Morgan Frost, then he's is Shane Pinto going to be three million dollars, which would be a steal. Oof. Well, he, it, I, he's I not signing for three million bucks, or else his agent getting fired. <laughs> Wow, I'll represent I, I you. I'll represent you, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like signing I'm, you. I'm not letting you sign for three, buddy. I'll pull you out there yeah. by your ear. I think that's why it's got. That's why it's got to be a bridge because there's so many arguments on both sides. It's like, well, look at the look at our record with me in the lineup. Well, you guys are winning a lot of meaningless games. You haven't played any important games. You haven't played when it counts yet. We don't know what you can do when the real pressure is on. We need to see more. Yeah, let's do a bridge. And Shane's like, well, I, okay, let's do a bridge. And if you can come to a nice number um, or maybe, and this is what, this is what separates the really good hockey ops departments from the really bad ones, the ability to forecast and bet on yeah. somebody. And, and are, are you, you're putting your chips on this guy and you are going to pay him and go long-term, but that's, that, 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 that's the difference between teams that end up winning Stanley cups. They get guys on good deals. Like, look at the deal McKinnon was on forever. Like, right. he was so yeah. underpaid for so long. Oh. It was, yeah, it was, it was actually embarrassing. Look at Boston. Look at Boston. Look at the money, Mar like Brad Marchand, Bergeron. Well, they've all uh, consciously left money on the table. Yeah. Right. They all did yeah. that as a, like, they're, and they're, they're, they're very aggressive about telling you that. Yeah. And look <laughs> at, and look at so that. good because we left a lot of money on the table. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. look at, but look at bad teams. Look at bad teams that never win like Toronto. Let's just right. pay everybody. Let's just pay yeah. everybody. Everybody's, Everybody's yeah. great. We're the best. We'll get the cap hell. <laughs> and then we have to dress the <laughs> AHL defenseman. Uh, all right, gentlemen. Uh, by the way, Yorkie, I, you uh, have tomorrow off. So I want to know before you go oh. here. Uh, Col Columbia, yeah, apparently Yorkie's taking the option. Um, is Columbus plays in Ottawa tomorrow. So a battle of uh, 15th and 16th place in the Eastern Columbus Conference. Columbus is atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have seven road all. wins. Yeah. Oh, Who are you taking, Yorkie? I'm taking the Ottawa Senators. Okay. Guaranteed. So I'll let Bobby sit on it for a day and get back to us uh, as we'll do our lock of the day tomorrow. Also, a yeah. uh, special guest tomorrow from uh, the NHL Network in the fourth period, David Padnotta. Uh, who seems to get Bobby in trouble every time they get together. So uh, we'll uh, <laughs> see what he has in store for tomorrow. What's that all about? The video where I signed a forehead. That video yeah. got out of hand. You know what I'm doing right now? I've got a massive pickleball game coming up at 11 o'clock. All right. Wow. Enjoy the weather. Kid to hockey. I don't know what it's like in Ottawa or New Jersey, I guess, where you are, Wally. But it's it beautiful. is beautiful. Nice is it? Oh, Wally. there's no snow. It's not. It's awesome. Wally, where the hell are you? And what are you doing? Uh, you look like, you're, look like you're on the run and you're like staying I'm in some I'm basically hotel a, and you're yes. shocked up. outside. Do you have the curtains drawn so nobody can see in? You got a stack of cash and like a. Well, as I said <laughs> to my uh, wife, the only thing there's a woods in the back. I go, that's probably where we're going to get murdered. So. Um, <laughs> The uh, we're in Hazlitt, New Jersey. My kids playing hockey here today, and then we're going close to uh, Bobby's uh, Cherry Hill. We're uh, oh yeah, oh I forget the area, but yeah, we're south of Philadelphia tomorrow. So Deptford, like right? It's an hour and twenty away. Deptford, that's it. Yeah, just keep so, driving. <laughs> Hollydale Arena. Yeah, <laughs> I grew up playing at Hollydale. You know who my right. I so, grew up playing at Hollydale for Johnny Goudreau's right. dad. There is an Ottawa Senator jersey hanging in Hollydale. Can any of you? think of who it might be it's not and me what, <laughs> an ottawa senators jersey yeah so there's a said? player yeah that played for ottawa buddy Never robinson mind. Buddy oh robinson. there you go yeah buddy robinson yeah. buddy yeah. oh he's a big dude yeah he is a he's big guy. he's a big dude. He, was, big dude he was well like did you play with him bob was he yeah. here then yeah 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 he played for we're was, from we're from 15 miles from each other there's not many of uh, us oh, okay uh, so yeah he's a good kid yeah, anyway yeah. 
Um, uh, all right, Yorkie, enjoy your pickleball. Uh, make sure it's proud. Oh, I'd like to notice that neither one of you commented on the sweatshirt I'm uh, hoodie I'm wearing. Yeah, well, I saw it and then we went live, so I was kind of annoyed. <laughs> I haven't seen mine, We're, and you haven't. Nobody's asking for my address. Uh, <laughs> this is a prototype they sent to me to check and see if I like it, and so, uh, and yeah, I think it's pretty good. Send it down. It's, it's form fitting. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, boy. Well, all right, Bob. See you tomorrow, Yorkie. See you Thursday. Yeah. Enjoy your day. Thanks. Yeah. Take Thanks care, for Wally. <laughs> Wally, be safe in that seedy motel yours. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Bye. See ya. <laughs>why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.